You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. We're glad to have you tuned in today. We're, uh, someone uh, greasy-haired is missing from the table. He's headed up to the Glidden Tour, is that right, Joe? The Glidden Tour in Nebraska. In Nebraska. uh, The Brill Cream Kid and his Model A and his wonderful wife. You know, why do I have this feeling that he may jump out of the car and go get him a ear of corn and just eat it right in front of everybody? Um, no, no, it had to be pizza, wouldn't it? Yeah, pizza. Corn, they don't put corn on pizza. Sure they do. <laughs> in Nebraska, they, they oh, that's right, they put the corn into the gas tank, don't they? Yeah, 10%. Right. Well, we got a great show today, and we've got a very distinguished, Jim and I are extinguished, but we got a distinguished uh, guest today, Mr. Bill Wallet, and he is the uh, numero uno of the Atlanta Concourse de Elegance coming up very shortly here in the Atlanta area. And Bill, welcome to the Classic Car Show. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to be here. We uh, are looking forward to this one, Bill. As I say, I went last year, and the venue is absolutely incredible at Chateau Alain. You, you guys were very fortunate. I've been to a lot of shows, not only in the southeast, but the north and uh, your venue has to be one of the best. It's it it's right there with Amelia. So well, thank you very much. Yeah, I and I kind of and I guess the rest of the world does too. Feel that Amelia is one of the best shows in the world. But uh, let's let's talk about it a little bit. Um, it's September thirtieth and October first at Chateau Alain Winery and Resort, which is absolutely beautiful, just a little northeast of Atlanta. And uh, you've got some incredible cars booked, I understand. So I'm going to kind of let you tell a little story about how you and Harry Cricks put this together and how it's evolved. So the mic is yours. Thank you very much. Um, You know, how this got started is uh, kind of interesting. Actually, both of our professional backgrounds were high-tech and... um, I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur, and I've always loved cars. And Harry had volunteered and done some work uh, at Amelia Island Concourse for about five years. He lived down in Amelia Island, and he moved back to Atlanta. And Harry and I have known each other, I think, about 35 years. And with, I think this is the sixth or the seventh time we've worked together. And... Um, when he moved back to Atlanta, uh, I started bugging him about the fact that here we have Atlanta with a metropolitan area of 7 million people, a very big automotive community, Porsche's headquarters, Mercedes was had announced that they were coming to Atlanta, and we have no concourse. And so I started saying, why don't we do a concourse, why don't we do a concourse? And, you know, we kept talking about it, and it kept being one of those issues. We were both doing uh, contract work, uh, each of us with different clients, and it seemed every time 
one of us finished a contract, the other had just started one. So this kind of went on for a while, and about two and a half years ago, I have to call him, and we both had just finished contracts we were doing. And I and I kind of told him, I said, you know, look, you're not doing anything right now. I'm not doing anything right now. Either we do it, or I think we need to shut up. Stop talking about it. <laughs> That's the way to go. Well, and you know, it was kind of like either going to do it or not. Right, fish or cut bait. That's right. And so we said, okay, let's go do it. And what happened is through a gentleman we had met, the, the first person we presented this to happened to be Don Panos. And as, as I'm sure you gentlemen are quite aware, you know, Don has a huge history in the automotive world and, you know, having owned the Sebring track and Road Atlanta and he owned IMSA um, and we got a meeting with Don and we were going through our presentation and about a half hour into the presentation Don said what do you guys want from me so we told him and he said done beautiful beautiful so we, we walked out the door with a check so now we're getting into the car and I turned to Harry and I said well I guess we're now doing a concourse <laughs> that's great and, that's, and Don Panos is a wonderful man and he has done an incredible amount of work to support the automotive uh, interest for lack of a better way of putting it he, he has been fantastic for us that's also by the way how we got Chateau along yes yeah. was because Don is the chairman of the Chateau, and we were having quite a bit of trouble finding a venue, because what people don't understand, who've never done a concourse, is you, you don't just need room for the cars. Right, wait wait a second, it. Bill. Now, how many people? I thought everybody had done at least one concourse, haven't they? <laughs> the way you made it sound was unless you've done one, well, I figured Jim's going to do one next, you know, in a couple of months here in our parking lot. No, I, I know better, David. Anyway, go ahead, Bill. So, you know, you not only need space for the cars, you have to be able to secure the cars. So you can't just have a huge open area. You have to have hotels, you have to have restaurants. You have to have transportation. And the combination of all of that really makes it very, very hard. And we were struggling to find a venue, and we had another meeting with Don. And Don asked us, he said, well, how are you guys doing on a venue? And we had been trying to find a country club to do it on. And the problem with most country clubs is we want to do it at prime time for temperature and, and in a year. Well, that's prime time for golf. Right. And their membership doesn't want to give up the course. So we were really struggling to find a location. And we told Don that. And Don literally said, excuse me a second, called his assistant and said, can you bring my phone to me? He called the head of sales and marketing at the Chateau and said, I need you in my office immediately. So... Fourteen minutes later, the guy walked in, and he said, I want to do the concourse for these guys. We're going to do it at 
the chateau work it out. Wow. Yeah, so Don, <laughs> Don has continued to play a very major role in helping us. He is, he is without a doubt one of our biggest supporters, and they have been, he's just been fantastic. So once we did that, you know, we kind of started. And I remember, I think it was not long after that, we made a trip down and met with Bill Warner. And and I, I think I now understand his comment because when we walked into his office, the first thing Bill Warner said to us, have the two of you lost your mind? <laughs> That's Bill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, and it was exactly, he said, you guys got to be crazy. Do you have any idea what you're taking on? Well, I thought I did. Now I understand what he was talking about. So yeah. the other, the next question we had was everybody said, okay, if you're going to do a concourse, you're going to do a soft start, right? You know, let's just do a Sunday event, a couple hours, you know, just let's, let's do a soft start. Well, being the crazy guy that I am, I said, we can't do that. We can't do that because the name of this concourse is the Atlanta Concourse to Elegance. And Atlanta is not known for doing things in small ways. And I said, no, we got to come out of the ground with a full weekend and a full concourse. Well, that was quite a statement. And, and that's what we tried to do in our first year. We, uh, we had a really good first year thanks to just a lot of people's support yeah it was beautiful uh, I, I, everything and the displays you had uh, uh, guys that I know still talk about some of the things that, that you offered there in your uh, venue besides the car show so and and the other thing I just wanted to interject is um, you treated the judges nicely from a standpoint you fed us well you took care of us, and I'm, I'm sure that's uh, you and Harry and David that, that put all that together. So, um, well, thank you. Yeah, and and I'm really looking forward to this year. So I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Well, you know, then the lesson started to become, you know, how do we do this? And we we were very fortunate in our first year. Um, in a couple of ways. Uh, one, just support from sponsors. Uh, in our first year, we had about 45 sponsors, um, which everybody who knew basically told me later that was kind of unheard of, that number. And um, the other thing we did that was very nice is we ended up, we wanted to do ride and drives. And in our first year, we had 10 different manufacturers doing ride and drive so we had let's see we had Bentley Ferrari Maserati Lamborghini McLaren Aston Martin um Porsche Tesla Mercedes yeah incredible I, yeah. I think that was it actually yeah. nine excuse yeah. me and as far as we're concerned you've got a very special sponsor this year 
one that's very near and dear to the classic car show called Passport Import. Uh, uh, Transport. Transport. Passport Transport. Yes, we're going to get it right. <laughs> Besides that, Ed Watts is listening, and uh, he, he's probably going to fire me in a minute. But um, <laughs> no, Passport is a, a great, great company, and I believe they have a relationship with you all now, right, Bill? Well, yes, that, that was actually very, very lucky. They, they have been fantastic. Um, we actually, I went to Keeneland this year for the concourse because I wanted to see what they did. And they do a great job. And I actually was at the party, standing in line, just waiting to get a drink. And the lady in front of me turned and said, did you bring a car to the concourse? And I said, no. I explained who I was. And I asked, did you? And she said, yes. My husband and I, you know, brought, uh, I, think we, I think she said one or two cars, something like that. And she introduced me to her husband, who is Steve Plaster, and started talking to Stephen. And I had no idea who he was until he handed me his business card. I turned it over, and it said Passport Transport. And I said, do you have something to do with Passport? And he said, well, kind of. I own it. <laughs> that's, pretty, and, that's enough. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you know, and he said, you know, we ought to talk to you. He said, have you talked to us before? And I said, well, in our first year, you know, most of the transport companies were concerned with a first-year show. They want to wait, and they don't want to get involved necessarily in the first year. And he said, you know, gave me his card, very, very nice. And the next day, I happened to be out at the on the show field, and there was a 1937 Mercedes 540K on the field that was absolutely stunning. And I was looking at the car and just gorgeous. And I happened to walk up to one of the gentlemen who was obviously minding the car and it said Evergreen. And I had not necessarily made all the connection to Steve. And I asked, started talking to him about the car, and it turned out he is the curator, uh, Michael Rhodes. And Michael, by the way, will be at the show this year and is doing a presentation, because he's an interesting story all in and of himself. I mean, this is a 34-year-old guy managing one of the largest private collections in the world. Incredible. Bill, can I interrupt you for a minute? We've, we've got to uh, give homage to... Uh, passport so if you don't mind we'll take a quick break and we'll be back right after this whether cruising the strip in a 57 chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 oldsmobile vista cruiser you need to tune in to classic cars with steve ronaldo and jim weber every saturday from 8 to 9 a.m on america's webradio.com 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? 
All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show, brought to you by Passport Transport and J.C. Taylor Insurance. And we've got Mr. Bill Wallet on the line with us this morning, uh, talking about Atlanta Concourse de Elegance coming up very shortly, just around the corner. Uh, you think you're going to be ready, Bill? Oh, <laughs> you know, that's a really good question. <laughs> that's uh, a loaded question. <laughs> yes, I can tell you. We're more ready than we were last year. <laughs> well, well, the thing, the good thing about it is, is Passport Transport is really doing a job for you guys. Absolutely. And, and you know, I'd like to kind of finish where we were about Michael, because it's really an interesting story about how someone at 34 years old ends up managing, as I said, one of the largest private collections in the world. And... Um, so Michael's actually going to be at the show presenting and I started talking to him because Michael is also a graduate of McPherson College and I'm not sure if everyone is aware of it but McPherson is one of the only colleges in the U.S. offering a four-year degree in automotive restoration and uh, we are it's something very near and dear to us because it's the whole issue of continuing to support the restoration and the hobby of very old cars. So um, I got very interested in Michael's background and asked him if he'd be interested in coming to present. Well, then, after that, I was introduced to Ed Watts, and I called Ed, and I had also asked Michael if there was any chance I could get them to bring the 540K to our show. Um, and he said, you know, he thought they might be able to bring a car or so, and, and, you know, I needed to follow up. So I talked to Ed. Ed got very interested in what we were doing, then talked to Steve, and then Ed came back to me and said, uh, yes, we are very interested and they have now turned into a sponsor, and they're doing they're doing some fantastic things for us. One of the things is uh, they're bringing one truck full, which is actually six cars um, from the Evergreen Collection, and um, to the show. So Evergreen has agreed that the 540K will be there. And if, if you've never seen a 540K, they, they are absolutely gorgeous. I mean, absolute work of art. And in addition to that, they're bringing a 1905 locomobile. They're bringing a 1931 dual cowl Cadillac. A 1937 Lincoln Model K. And by the way, that Model K is show condition and it is a survivor. So a 1937 Survivor isn't bad. Um, 
They're bringing a 1947 Chrysler Town and Country Convertible. And for those who don't know, that's the Woody sides on that. They're bringing a 1960 Daimler, the SP250, the Catfish. Yes. <laughs> so they are bringing six fantastic automobiles to us. And if, and if, if that wasn't enough, we, you know, we also decided this year um, to feature a brand of cars that a lot of people just are not aware of, and it is called the Lozier. And the Lozier's were built in the very early 1900s, and they were built for about 10, 14 years. And at the time, they were America's supercar. And they're, they're absolutely a fantastic car, but there's only about 20 of these cars left in the country. And we decided we were going to try and do a reunion. And the reunion, everybody told us there's not been more than two or three Lozier's in one place since the cars were originally built. So... We identified about 10 of the Lozier's, and we ended up having them. They're scattered all over the country. And um, I had to call Ed because I needed to pick up five of these Lozier's, and we wanted to create what we're calling this year the Lozier Express. And... Um, passport came through, Ed said they would be happy to do it and without them there's no way we could do this because we have two of the cars coming from Seattle one of them coming from the Gilmore Museum one of them in Maine and one of them in New Hampshire and passport has agreed and they're picking all those cars up and they're doing what we're calling the Lozier Express that's that's incredible. Uh, uh, just just a little side story. We were interviewing a gentleman from New Brunswick about a month ago, and he has a nineteen fourteen Hudson. He was on a brass and gas tour with uh, our co-host Steve, and uh, Steve said, "You know, let's find out what's going on up in in Canada with the collector cars." So we called him. And he said, well, I was up at a flea market or a barn find, and I found a 1901 Lozier. And I said, you what? And he said, yeah, I found it and brought it home. Well, Bill, it was a bicycle. Apparently oh. <laughs> they started making bicycles before they made cars. So, Yes, yeah, that, that, I heard that. <laughs> that's my story. Anyway, go ahead. Well, you know, for the folks who don't know what made a Lozier, you know, really unique, is, you know, first off, at the time, they were more money than a Rolls Royce. But what was even more interesting, there's one, the way we got into the Lozier was one of our advisors bought one in Atlanta. So he bought a 1908 Lozier. That car when it was new, off the production line, did 106 miles an hour in 1908. Wow. And that's incredible. 
Yes. Just absolutely incredible. And and there is a story on the first um, race at Indianapolis Speedway. They took a production Lozier. They pulled off the fenders off of it and the trunk off of it, and they raced that car in the very first one, and that car got a second. They then took the car after it raced back, put it, put the fenders back on it, and sold it as a regular production car. Incredible. That's incredible. So we're very proud of that, but we would not have been able to have eight Lozier's had it not been for Passport's willingness to do this. And and by the way, I would encourage people if, to take a look. Uh, we have more information on the website on the Lozier's, and they're really beautiful cars. They're absolutely stunning cars. And our website is Atlanta Concourse. And remember, Concourse does not have an E on it, so it's C-O-N-C-O-U-R-S dot org. So please visit it. Uh, you'll find a lot of information about what we're doing. And But Passport has had a big impact. So not only are they helping us with the Lozier's, they're bringing the six cars from the Evergreen Collection. Um and as I said, Michael Rhodes will be doing a presentation uh, at the show. And Ed and Stephen and his wife will all be at the show for the weekend. So in a very short period of time, because as you probably remember, Keeneland wasn't but a couple months ago, uh, they have just done a fantastic amount to help us make the show really extraordinary. Well, just the cars. I mean, that's that's incredible. The the six cars that you listed, and and uh, I I bet the five forty k will be the center. Although I I've heard you've got some other special cars coming too. Can you kind of share that with us? Well, we we have a lot of really special cars. I mean, as you know, as was stated earlier, we did fairly well in our first year. This year we have almost twice the number of cars on the field. And to the folks who um, are very knowledgeable, um, our head administrative judge, who I think wrangled Jim into being a judge again this year. (laughs) Yes, he did. (laughs) I ran in. I was talking to him uh, about a week or so ago, and his comment to me was, he said, I am unaware of any second-year show who has produced the field of cars that you guys have this year. Let's he said, share, uh, Bill, share that with us in a minute. We uh, are going to take another break, and we'll be right back. Thank you. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. 
From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show with our very special homegrown, you might say. Local. I, I, that sort of, you Local. know, that sort of makes me want to put my little finger up in the air. <laughs> Atlanta Concourse de Elegance. I mean, there's just, there's just something. I don't know what's the word for it. Well, it's, de it's elegant. It's elegant. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Gosh, I'll have to wear new Levi's, won't I? Uh, oh, and shine well, your boots. And shine my boots. Yeah. But anyway, we have Bill Wallet on the line with us today, talking to uh, Mr. Weber, and uh, we're delighted to have, or delighted to express the fact that uh, the concourse uh, has our passport transport as one of their sponsors, yes. and uh, yeah. couldn't be better. You, you're talking about nice folks there, Ed Watts. Uh, you know that we we pointed out many many times. I, I don't think there's not a nice person in the classic car hobby. Uh, everybody's just wonderful to deal with and talk to. And and uh, Bill, you you and um, I want to give a shout out to Suzanne that uh, helped get this put together for the interview today. And um, Ed Ed uh, Watts is just fantastic at passport and. Everybody's appreciated. Yeah, and the mic is yours, Bill. Well, thank you. You know, one of the things I wanted to kind of mention, because I think you guys will find it very interesting, and the way we designed our show is we try to do a couple things that are different. We, both of us, both of the two founders, came out of high tech. And, you know, living in the world of high tech, it is innovate or die. And when we started the concourse, I'm a real nut on this, and I said, we will innovate every single year. We will do something that no other concourse has done. And we will continue to do that because we don't want to fall into the same old show. We don't want to have somebody come three years from now and go, oh, it's 10.30 in the morning on Sunday. Let's see, right now, that's going to start. Yep, same as last year. So this year, one of the things we came up with is what we're calling the Magnificent Seven. And on Saturday, we basically do drivers at the Chateau. So driver-level cars, people can bring their car, put them on the field. We are going to, this year, we have uh, celebrity judges. So this year, it will be uh, Keith Martin, Corky Coker, and um, uh, Jim Grundy, and um, 
lily prey. And they are going to look at the field of the driver level cars and they're going to pick out what they think are the magnificent seven. Those cars are all being invited to come back the next day and we have a magnificent seven class so they will be on the show field at the concourse. They will be uh, judged and one of those seven will be the best of the Magnificent Seven. Now, that's not bad, but what we decided is let's add something else to it. So everyone who comes on Saturday will get a, a, a sheet, and all of the cars on the field will be numbered. And the goal is to see who can match the seven cars that the judges pick. So everybody will do their own voting. We will then go through all the cards, and anybody who matched the judges' pick gets free tickets to next year's show. Wow. That's good. Well, well, as you guys know, there are no classic car experts on the field. And I mean that very sarcastically. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> because every guy out there with a car, or woman out there with a car, goes, I know what the best seven are. <laughs> That's neat. So we're making, we're having some fun with that. Yes. And uh, we're really we really think that's going to be a fun thing to do and it's got garnered a lot of attention from folks so we're uh, we're doing that on Saturday uh, we're doing a uh, I call it a tech session but it's not really there's a panel with the same folks I just said who are judging that Keith is running on market trends so it's the whole idea of things like the prices on Porsches. Are they going to keep going up? Have they reached their top? Ferraris, are they coming back? Which models? You know, are is the Trans Am a great investment right now? And what should I be buying? Because what's coming on next? Yeah, that, that's so, incredible because... Uh, Keith is kind of the foremost authority on that. When you look at uh, his show on Velocity, What's My Car Worth? He publishes Sports Car Market Letter, and he publishes the American Collector Car Magazine. So that's a real feather in your hat for having him uh, do this panel. Well, we're, we're really looking forward to it. Um, and I think it's going to be fascinating. Yes, I agree. Bill, I want to get into some of the nuts and bolts. How? What's your furthest away car that's coming in? Where are they coming from? And um, how far have you had people that have registered that are coming in? You know, where's, where's the furthest for them? And are, are, you, are we getting national attention for this like you want? Well, as I, probably the furthest away are the two Lozeers coming from Seattle. You can't get much further away from us. <laughs> That's correct. 
Well, Guam. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, by the way, are, do you have any overseas uh, people coming? No, um, not that I know of right now, but that doesn't mean they're not. Well, it's just that I'm not aware of it. Yeah, and, and, and they may not be uh, entrants. They may be, may be just spectators. Yes. Now, one of the things I failed to mention to you is one of the two cars coming from Seattle is owned by Todd Lozier. Oh, my. Okay, and Todd is coming, and he will be there, and has all sorts of information on the Lozier's. And so let's see, so that one is... Seattle, the two in the Seattle are probably the furthest. But then we have another one of the Lozier's coming out of Maine. So we kind of got the two northern corners, east and west. So, you know, we've got that going. Yeah. Um, um, so I think those are probably the furthest okay. away. We're that, picking up more from middle America, you know, from the central. Right. Some from Texas. Um, you know, some from uh, North Central area. Sure. So we're starting to get those cars coming in. Good. Let, let, let's back up a minute. Uh, Keith Martin's market trends, wh- when will that take place and where will it take place? Oh, thank you very much for asking. Um, the... You know, when you live in the forest and you know all the trees, (laughs) you assume everybody else knows all the trees. Right. So thank you very much for asking. Uh, We're doing it on Saturday uh, at 9.30 in the morning. The show opens at 9. So we're doing that at 9.30. And there is a pavilion right next to the show, right by the golf course's clubhouse. And it will be held there. Okay. That uh, so, I mean, that's if you're a collector, that's the place to be. Whether you're collecting Porsches or you're collecting Logiers or Tabo Lagos or anything like that, that to me, I mean, you're going to get the most current, up-to-date information from Keith. I think that's available. Well. And you're going to have, that's why we also put on, you know, Corky Coker's an expert for brass cars. Yes. You know, and <clears throat> by the way, one of the low gears is Corky's. Oh, wonderful. Good. And that particular low gear, I think it was in, let me see, I think that car was in 2003, I think. Let me check. Um, that, you know, the great race. Yes. That Yes. Corky puts on. Yeah, in 2003, he was the brass class winner, and he and his son drove that car 4,000 miles, and that his car is a 1909. Wonderful. That That's great to have him there. Um, yep. One of the other things that I don't think we've touched on is you've got a decades club Celebration honoring Bob Varsha? Yes, sir. Okay. Can you explain that to our listeners, too, please? Yes. That, that, is, that takes place Saturday night at the Chateau in the ballroom. 
And last year we had a dinner <laughs> and did kind of a classic dinner honoring uh, Don Panos was our honoree last year. And um, it was okay, but we decided it really wasn't much of a party. So what we did is, if you see, looked at our logo, the tagline on our logo is shifting through time in the journey of the automobile. And we decided that we wanted to make it fun. So we came up with the concept of the Decades Club, which is a nightclub. And um, in the, so the party starts at 8 and runs to 11. It is not a dinner. It's like a nightclub. So we've got, um, I think we've got a, a six-person band coming um, with, and the band is fantastic. And so we're going to have music, we're going to have dancing, we're doing a live auction which benefits the Atlanta Community Tool Bank. Um, and then we're also doing a dessert bar, and um, it's just going to be fun. It sounds like and, it. Okay, now you just touched on a word benefiting. Atlanta Food Bank? No, Atlanta Tool Bank. Okay. Help me. In Atlanta, there's an organization called the Community Tool Bank. And what they do is, it was actually started with very heavy support from Home Depot. So <clears throat> they have thousands of tools in a big, very large warehouse. And any nonprofit can borrow tools from the tool bank at literally pennies on the dollar as opposed to having to rent them or buy the tools. And they provide the tools. So they do things like Habitat for Humanity will get their tools from the Atlanta Community Tool Bank. So we they were one of our nonprofits last year because it was one of the few we have found that really allows us to help many. Yes. Because they only support nonprofits. Right. Uh, and what so other what other nonprofits are you involved with with the Concord? This year we're just doing the tool bank. Um, one of the ones we keep uh, we're having conversations with is uh, I would assume you gentlemen are aware of the RPM Foundation. Yes. Okay, so um, Diane Fitzgerald, who heads that up, she will be at our show, as will uh, Amanda Gutierrez, who is the head of McPherson's uh, restoration program. Both the ladies will be at the show. So we are starting to get more involved, I believe, in 2018 with both of those entities trying to help support the hobby which we're all about yes we uh we have interviewed the folks from mcpherson and one of their students a couple of times um we're, we're going to take a short break bill and uh we'll be right back thank you hi this is steve ronaldo host of the classic car show on america's web radio 
just talking to you about antique car insurance, I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. And we're back on the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio with our special guest today from the Atlanta Concourse de Elegance, Mr. Bill Wallet, and we're glad to have Bill on board today. I want to mention to everybody, if they go to, if you go to our website, uh, americaswebradio.com, there's a place now that you can sign up if you're interested uh, and get an email from us about upcoming shows or anything that uh, is happening at America's Web Radio. Uh, we'll be glad to put you on our list uh we don't sell the list well let's see jim are you going to offer me how much are you no, give me for no, you and not no gonna... i'll offer you not to go on the list oh, okay <laughs> no you're the first one on the list right we are i tested it and to make <laughs> sure it you. worked but yeah. anyway if you want to uh, get updates about upcoming shows be it the classic car show or any other shows that we uh, run on america's web radio we'll just sign up and we'll be glad to uh put you on that list we don't sell it we don't give it away uh we we don't even what, what's the term we don't unface or what, what's it Susan I, Rice uh, I, I don't know. we don't give away names and no, all that well, but anyway but the other thing is this radio show will be uploaded on Tuesday do you think yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so if people want to find out anything about the Atlanta Concord de Elegance they can uh, listen to our show and Bill the mic is all yours thank you you know. One of the things I thought I should mention to you, and, and maybe <clears throat> I should have done it earlier, is people ask all the time, they ask two questions. Number one, why did we need another concourse? And the second question they ask, which is really related, what makes you different? And one of the things I wanted to mention is the actual design philosophy we have and the business model we're trying to build the Atlanta Concourse around. And what we're trying to do is when concourses were originally developed way back when in, in France, the idea was the event was to be a very elegant event. And that it was all about elegance. So when we started this, you know, we kind of did talk to a, a number of people, and we started looking at the major shows and what was out there, and we got some interesting comments from collectors, and they, they kind of said, 
You know, one of the things that's missing from some of the concourses is they're not really elegant anymore. And the first people that made that comment to me, I, I asked them, why do you say that? And they said, well, as an example, they said one of the reasons people come to the shows is to look at the cars, be able to take pictures of cars, that kind of thing. They said, if you go to some of the shows, there's so many people there, they said it's impossible to take a picture of a car. You give up. Because there's always, no matter when you try to take a picture, there's five, six people in your picture, and you don't want them in your picture. So they said, you know, that's one of the issues. They said, you know, in the world of a concourse, we're not sure size is the greatest measure of success. So we took a lot of effort, and our goal is not to be the biggest, either the largest number of cars or the largest number of people. What we're hoping to do is to be one of the highest quality shows out there, and that is the cars, the the whole experience that we offer when you're at our show, and to make sure that it's very, very elegant. And to that extent, what we did was, if you look at another event which occurs in Georgia, which is the Masters Golf Tournament, we've kind of patterned, and what we're trying to do is, you know, giving them one of the highest compliments because of what they do with their golf tournament and the reputation they have, is we're trying to learn from the model that they have built. So, as an example, we will never have more than 200 cars on our field, period. It, it is a design concept for us, and that way we can make sure there's enough room around the cars so people can take pictures and people can look at them and try to do that. Plus, if you do the math, at 200 cars, you know, even if you spent only two minutes per car, that's 400 minutes. You know, if you then divide that out, you got about six hours, right? Let me see. If I do my math right, so you got 400, and you divide it by 60. So, nope, I'm not, I think I've got my math wrong. It's not six hours. <laughs> It's, it's a long time. Let's just leave it at that. Um, yes. Yeah, and and then uh, so so basically, what you're trying to do is give everyone an opportunity. Now, have you? Because you you've done this very scientifically. Have you figured out how many people or or what what's your limit of uh, of admissions? Yes, we we do have a number that at which point we will cap it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would guess right now, I'd love to tell you, you know, it's going to be this year, it's not. Um, I, we're expecting to grow very nicely this year. Yes. We're hoping to at least double our attendance. Um, I think we'll hit it probably <clears throat> maybe in the third or fourth year. And then 
um, we'll tap it. Okay. And at that point, then we will just focus at the quality of the cars, etc. So one of the nice things is <clears throat> the number of cars we're getting this year who have won at places like Pebble and Amelia Island and other concourses has gone up quite significantly. And, and that's what we want to try and create is keep the quality coming up, keep the attendance so that it's very comfortable, keep the venue the way we have it. And that's what we're trying to do. No, and, and that makes sense. Um, I, I know I'm going to say a, a word that's probably going to put the fear of God in you, but what about rain? If we, what's the long-range forecast? Do we have one? Does it look like we're going to have a good weekend? It looks right now, the last time I looked at it, like we will. Now, that's the other thing. If you remember last year, we had the hurricane right. that week. And <clears throat> since you were there, you remember, we absolutely got it. It could not have been a better weekend. It was oh, absolutely it was beautiful. Gorgeous. It was, and, and it's amazing. But we've got our friend Jose working up a little bit of a storm offshore right now, and I just pray that uh, he misses us. Well, we just keep hoping he's going to stay out in the water. <laughs> yes, <laughs> all the way up the coast. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, you know, uh, go ahead, Bill. I was going to say, but you know, the fact is, there's not much you can do. There's only so much we can control. Right. And, right. You know, we're hoping that we don't have that issue. It is one of the concerns in the time window we pick for our show. Because as the last two years, we've had hurricanes, mm-hmm. you know, at around the same time window. So, well, you know, it well, is yeah. a concern, but hopefully right now the forecast looks good. Good, good. A um, couple of other things. Um Admission is on the website, and there is an early admission. If you go to the website, it will tell you how much you can save by buying your tickets early. Uh, is there anything else that uh, we really need to tell our listeners except come out, take advantage of all the activities, and uh, what more have you got to offer, Bill? Well, I've got one more issue. Okay. And, you know, this comes from good food at car shows is an axiomoron. <laughs> yes, my stomach uh, cringes at some of them. Well, we decided to change that. Last year, as you know, since you were there, we had four or five food trucks. Yes. This year, we will have nine food trucks. Wow. Each one with a different type of food, each one reputed to be one of the best in Atlanta. And we are also trying to make sure that when you come to our event, and by the way, each of those, let's see, eight of those nine will each are only allowed to sell three entrees. But that will give you 24 choices of everything from Japanese food to Mediterranean to French 
And we have, or we've made that a big feature of our show. That that's incredible, and that's the you're you're the only show that I'm aware of, or that I've been to, that offers that. Okay, we've got one minute, Bill. Tell us what we need to do to get there and the website again, please. Sure. The website is atlantaconcourse.org, and you will find a tremendous amount of information there. Uh, And we hope everyone comes. We're looking forward to an absolutely great weekend. And, Jim, we're looking forward to seeing you there. Well, I'll be there. You know, we got to get David out there, too. Yes, sir. I hope to see David there. And thank you, gentlemen, very much for having me on the show. And uh, we look forward to it, and uh, we'll see you there. Thank you. Um, there, and we, we'd like you to stay on the line for a minute, too. Sure. And I, I just don't want to wrap it up, and I guess we have to put the plug in the jug, David. we got to do it. Okay. I want to thank our listeners. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.